0: Hey, what's going on, Jimmy Casano, another black men's mental health podcast. Um, this one's a very uh, sensitive one for me because um, a lot's been going on in the media right now. And um, one of the things that has been tragedy is the number, the alarming number of young black men that are killing themselves committing suicide. Um... If you don't know, maybe about a month ago, uh, Regina King, which is a popular African-American actress. uh, She was in The Watchmen, a lot of different popular movies. You've definitely seen her come up over the years like pro Justice and Think Boys in the Hood. And, you know, she's one of the highest paid black actresses in in Hollywood right now. And she recently got her uh, star on the Walk of Fame. Her son uh, committed suicide. And recently in the media, there's a lot of different uh, articles and stories about different young black men killing themselves. Um, Statistically, right now, young black men are the highest uh, growing. At a astonishing rate of people of them killing themselves um and um i was talking to somebody the other day about it and they were say they, they said something witty like you know these young boys can't take it like they used to something, something witty it wasn't anything purposely it was just something witty and it just made me really think about like what's going on with our young black men you know um unfortunately when any other other ethnicity or race or sexuality starts to commit suicide. There are articles, there are help books, there are so many different things. You know, trans people are the highest suicidal rate, and they are every day trying to understand why. And it's a big cry of it. Uh, anytime any type of race is abused or or any hate crimes, you know, the age and hate crime, they page pageant legislation for uh, for it, and it's just. What else those things, but something like this is just mentioned in the news and that's it. And let's talk about that. I always say and continue to say that black men are under, under attack. We are the most attacked uh, group in America when it comes to imagery, when it comes to sexuality, when it comes to anything, black men are the ones that are taking the brunt of it. Now, I'm not saying I always will say that other Ethnicities and genders don't have their own problems. I'm not saying that at all. I am not trying to uh, belittle anybody's experiences or anything like that. But the reality is when you look at attacks, uh, attacks on character, attacks on sexuality, attacks on looks, attacks on intelligence and attacks on uh, uh, criminal mindset, everything black men are number one when it comes to that. Now. Young black men, unfortunately, weren't raised like myself and and older men. We were raised in a time when black men weren't as attacked. And let me explain. Growing up, you know, deadbeat dad was was common. You know, I, I was a product of a father that wasn't there for me. And a lot of young black men were, but it wasn't demonized in a sense. It wasn't used against us in the black community. Not trying to say that, you know, women weren't mad and and they they weren't right. Nobody trying to say that. But what I am saying is that it was something that's part of the culture, but women, black women in particular, still love their black men. Not saying it was right. So I'm not getting to that debate, but it wasn't something that was like, you know, oh, I'm going to go get child support on you. You Debbie. I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, everybody always have arguments and, and, and relationship issues. So at the end of the day, you know, it was different, you know, but a lot of these households that didn't have a father had strong grandparents, okay. a strong grandmother, strong grandfather that kind of stepped in in that role. I know my grandmother stepped in in that role and was there for me, you know, and, um, And I'm not saying like, please do not get me wrong. I'm in no way defending any father that does not, that isn't there for their child. So please don't feel that that's what I'm doing, nor is that what I'm saying. I'm not in any way saying that, please, because I don't want nobody to misquote me. This podcast is a positive one, and I am in no way, uh, uh, I'm not a Dr. Umar or Kevin Samuels or anybody like that that's going to be bashing. That's not what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to make a point in a statement, but I'm not in any way trying to condone certain actions. But back in the days, grandmothers would step up. Grandmothers were there to step up. Um, The streets were there to step up. And when I mean the streets is I mean that at the end of the day, we weren't isolated when we were young we weren't in the house we were always outside so you know yeah our father wasn't there but we had our friends we had other people in the community uh that taught us sometimes it was bad so don't get me wrong uh i know a lot of my friends were led into drugs and gains and and myself i was led into gangs and things like that so i'm not in no way trying to say that it's better oh well you don't got your father you got the streets not at all i'm just trying to say realities you know, there were other components within our community that kind of kind of fit, came in and 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 was able to fill that hole that was there when that father wasn't there. You know, we had things, you know, I learned a lot of things about being a man by running with my friends, being out in the street, experiences, dealing with women, things like that. Now, I'm not saying all positive, so please don't don't get me wrong. I'm in no way saying that. But what I'm saying is that we had things and there were things in our community that was there. You know, we knew my, our mother didn't like our dad, but it wasn't a, a constant bashing You know, everybody has different experiences. I'm just talking about me and my friends and my circle, what I've seen in my community. It wasn't a constant bashing. It wasn't saying all black men ain't no good or anything like that. It wasn't anything that was, um, I don't know. You know, it's kind of hard to say, you know, um, it's like today it's like men. It's like the, the, the overall narrative today is men ain't black men ain't shit. But back then it was just your father ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? It was it was a different narrative growing up. You know what I'm saying? Of course, the mothers are mad that the fathers weren't there. Of course. So it wasn't like, you know, anybody was like, oh, that's okay, no problem. No, it wasn't, it, it wasn't that situation. Nobody gave anybody a pass. I don't think anybody gave anybody a pass, you know. But it wasn't, but you know, your moms was still dating. Your moms was still out there looking for love and still trying to date and do her thing, you know? Um, it wasn't like all men are shit. It was just like that man shit, and shit, you know? And that was okay because at the end of the day, it, it wasn't that cultural narrative like today. Now the cultural narrative that all black men ain't shit, all black men are dirty, all black men ain't good enough, all black men are sexual, all black men are users even in back in the day, even when when men were were were, were depicted as black men, but players and over sexualized, it was a cool thing. It was like the male the, the the masculinity was cool. You know what I'm saying? Even though don't get me wrong, there were certain aspects of it that was wrong. You know the the uh, the you know the, the 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 decoration of women or 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 men using women as sex objects, stuff like that. so. Those things were wrong. So I'm not saying that there weren't things that weren't wrong. Yeah, they were. But overall, masculinity wasn't attacked. It was cool to be a mad man. It was cool to be a male chauvinist. It was cool to be like, you know, really macho and man. Like I use these bitches. I do my thing being a pimp and stuff like that. That was cool but at the end of the day women black women still believed in love and there were still black good black men out there so it wasn't like you know we i didn't see good black men it's just that you know i didn't have a good black man as my father but it wasn't it wasn't an issue it wasn't a masculinity black men are just dirty you know women still had hope for for a good man and things like that you know and back then you know college educated men were lower than now um Black men that were making money were lower than now. You know what I'm saying? You know, you have a, a whole thing like, you know, rap and 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 businesses and 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 uh sports and things like that, that now black a lot of not more black men have money. Um so it, so it's kind of a contrast where there are better black men now, but the I cultural idea of black men is, is horrible. Masculinity is under attack, you know. Um so but that said, so it was, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was weird. You know what I'm saying? Men wearing that, we were in attack for being men. And let me put it like that. Now I am, like I said, I keep, all, I do this always in my podcast. Usually if you listen to me, I always try to state that I am in no way condoning any negative behavior. I'm not condoning anybody degrading women. I'm not condoning any, but any man not being a father to their child. I'm not condoning that at all. Oh, it's all bad. But at the same time, masculinity of a black man and those traits were not seen as bad. Now we fast forward today. There are a lot more educated black men. There are a lot more successful black men. But the narrative now is that all black men are horrible. And through our media, through our movies, and I say this all the time because I like to reiterate, I like to uh, uh, hit hit a point. Black men are looked at as just negative. We're looked at as, 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 as male chauvinist, oversexed, violent criminals. And you don't understand that these young people are not built like they used to. And this goes to the suicide rate. I said all of this for a reason. When I was younger, you know, we didn't have the internet. We we, we we had to learn life through life experiences. We had to be outside. We had to, you know, experience life. We experienced a lot of things. But then what happened was, what happened was we, our kids now are inside. My kids, I can say that inside now. Um, there are a lot of things going on out there that you don't want your kids to be out like they used to. The trust factor's not there. So most kids are inside on their computers learning those social aspect skills that we learn being out those things that made us have tough skin you know you know these kids are these young kids are killing themselves over internet posts facebook posts instagram posts they're they're killing themselves or you know they're killing others over over uh hurt feelings i mean these young kids are not built like they used to be and i think because when we were younger you know we were given a lot more response to grow up. We weren't controlled as far as like, you know, we, we, we had things to do outside of the house. We didn't rely on any social media, you know? Um, I didn't want to stay inside. I, I, you know, I, even, even when I got the new video game, I would like, you know, say, yo, I'm going to go hang out with my friends all day, then come home. You know what I'm saying? When it get night, go home, then, you know, play video games for the rest of the night, especially in the summertime, you know, and things like that, you know, so to, for us, we wanted to be out. We want to experience life, play with our friends. And those are crucial skills and things you learn when you're able to be out there and grow and be you without your parents around, just around your peers. And so you're allowed to, to learn, to grow, to understand things. You have a thicker skin in life you see things you experience things now these young kids don't have those experiences their experiences is school after school they come home they're on their tv they're on their computer their smartphone uh they're living in Roblox and Fortnite. they're living a fantasy world their whole life is online so when they get a post that's negative about them it 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 crashes their whole world and i think that's the problem so how does this reach to black men so let's go d- down that road now now i just established you know why kids in general today are 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 soft because they don't get life experiences so things on in the internet it's so important to them that it hurts them now let's talk about being a young black man with that every time a young black man looks on tv he sees him as the criminal, he sees him getting shot by cops. He sees him being told he's no good. He sees him um 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 being told that he's oversexed or he's not going to be amount to nothing. You know, a lot of the times these these mothers are bashing the fathers and not there for them. Um, a lot of times these mothers are treating these these child these children like they're the man in the house and telling them that they ain't share or they just like their daddy because she's mad that the fathers not with them but it happens and it'd be silent I just saw this case of this young black man that killed himself shot himself unexpectedly like he just got a job he uh his father bought him a brand new the day that his father bought him a brand new car he kills himself nobody knows why nobody understands see but see that's the thing about mental health in the black community is very silent You don't know when somebody's hurting. You don't know when somebody is actually going through stuff. See, that's the thing. That's why I said that mental health is the number one silent killer in a black community. Because at the end of the day, it does not show his face. You will not know somebody's depressed. You know, and I know this is not a black man, but I use it like Robin Williams. You know, he killed himself why depression this is that was the funniest one of the funniest men of all time I mean I love I mean personally I love Robin I loved Robin Williams I loved his movies I loved when he was in Mork and Mindy I loved when he was in you know the the the, the, you know the the, the movies always a funny guy you know, when you, read, when you read interviews about him, his family said he was funny 24 it didn't go off. The Robert Williams you saw on screen was the Robert Williams that, you, that was at home. Um, so you would think like, this guy, oh my God, you know? This guy is a great guy. Why would he kill himself? He had everything. He had fame, he, he was rich, you know? But at the end of the day, that mental health... He was battling that every day. And see, and it's a silent killer you know nothing about that you can walk around looking happy, functioning, but at night or in private, you are tortured. That's how I was for a long time. Like I had to be this guy, Casanova, the CEO, the husband, the smooth guy, the the ladies love me. You know, I had to be this whole person. But when I was not around that, I was this this, this soul that was in anguish, that was being tortured by my depression and my anxiety. But, you know, you can't show it. Now, I'm not saying that this young man, those were his issues. I don't know. Nobody knows what this young man's issues were. Um, And and who, so, so at the end of the day, we don't know what this young man's issues were. So I can't sit here and say, oh, this young man did X, Y, and Z, or this young man, I don't know. We don't know. But I'm sure that there was a lot of things that he was dealing with that he didn't say nothing. And that happens to a lot of, a lot, and 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 it just came like you know, uh, you know, we we have those people that will let you know what's going on, like the two young, the two black men that you know killed themselves, killed their family first, or their girlfriend, and whatever they went on Facebook Live, blah blah. blah. But a lot of people, they're not going to tell you. You're just going to do it, and unfortunately, in the black community, when you feel attacked, who do we go to to talk to? who could understand what we're going through we can't rely on our black women because at the end of the day they see us as the enemy we can't sure damn can't go to another uh or racial person or ethnicity because they don't understand so who do we go to to talk to see and that's the problem there are so many outlets in the world but you know um if you've been following me, you know recently this podcast, this podcast is one of the top podcasts in the world for mental health. Um, So I got an email and they said uh, out of the thousands of podcasts, they do the top 100. And this podcast, out of all the mental health podcasts, this one is number 53 out of 100. So, you know, I could honestly say I have a top podcast in the world. I have one of the top podcasts in the world when it comes to mental health, which is phenomenal. It's a phenomenal thing to say. But when I looked at the list, I saw a lot of different black mental health podcast but I never I didn't see any black men's mental health um I saw this one podcast that talked about black mental health it was a black guy that talks about it so I'm sure he touches upon black men's mental health but he talks about the in in general see and the And when I was doing this podcast, right, when I started to do this podcast, I started to think, I said, I want to do a podcast on black mental health Um, because, you know, there are mental health issues within the black community that need to be addressed, you know, for men and for women, relations, all that stuff. But then starting to think more, and I was looking at all the different podcasts and stuff out there, it all was just black mental health or we had women's mental health, you know, that was a big one, but there was nothing for black men. And when you look at the the root of our cultural issues it's rooted in the 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 the, the, the emasculate the, the the I was about to use a big word <laughs> but it's use you know what is really the problem is the black men's mental health aspect and that's the issue women black women have a lot of support they have a lot of support as far as financial support uh, uh, uh social support they have a lot of support but black men we don't so that's why I said I'm gonna just focus on it because my experience I I didn't get no help because they understood me because there was no material out there there was no no information out there there was nothing out there so at the end of the day you know it was something that I needed to do because I saw there was a lack of so I really wanted to focus on black men's mental health because like I said, before, no material out there um, because that's the pro- that was the problem. So now let's get back to young black men killing themselves. Where do they go for help? Where do they go for understanding? because as soon as we bring up that we have problems on mental health, you know, we're either lazy oversexed, lack of interest uh, you know, it's all these titles we put on, it's never there's problems this young black man was probably dealing with a lot that his parents didn't even see, his mother didn't see you know, and it's like always a shock, like oh, why did he kill himself, just in America, being a a black man in America alone is enough now I'm not saying that I'm not condoning people killing themselves I'm not saying that people should go out and kill themselves but at the end of the day look at what a black man deals with here in America we deal with a lot of crap here we deal with a lot of, of, of pain and suffering Self, I mean we victimize ourselves as well as our culture and our country where do we go What movement we have. Black Lives Matter don't. It's not about us. Like, let's be honest. Have you seen Black Lives Matter. Support financially. And really push Black men agenda. If you follow my podcast, you know, before they changed it. You know, I called out Black Lives Matter for their agenda. Their agenda was to promote queer, transgender, and homosexual and to to disseminate the 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 patriotic family which means the man the woman family like it was on their website like i'm not even sitting here trying to say things that are not true you know what i'm saying because i'm always afraid of somebody fact checking me you know because i I don't want to be give misinformation because then i'm not doing what i said this podcast should do you know what I'm saying? There are a lot of people out there put misinformation out there. Black Lives Matter, that's what they were about. It had no, it was nothing to do with the black man to help the black man at all. Nothing at all. They used black man issues for more coverage, but they were not there to help them out. They use George Floyd, Floyd Zimmerman case. They use those cases to say, "Oh, we are supporting you," but they did nothing. They ain't paid for no funerals, no community services in the black community, no programs that benefit black, young, black men, nothing. Pretty much is a catchy slogan that everybody says now, but they don't understand where it comes from. I will never support Black Black Lives Matter. I will never be an advocate for them. I will always speak the truth. Those Black women, those three Black women that started, they are getting rich. They're buying houses in the white areas. They're not supporting no Black communities. They're getting rich off of Black Lives Matter, uh, living in white suburban areas, and not, and not, you know what I'm saying, not supporting the Black anything. They're all queer, gay, trans, whatever you want to. That's what they support. That's what, that's what it supports. It does not support a, the black family. does not support the black man. Shit, in some sense it doesn't even support the black woman. So at the end of the day, you have to understand that as a young black man, they see this. The internet is everywhere. Social media is everywhere for these young people. And we don't go take our children to the doctor to see if they have mental health issues. If they're acting up in school, we just think they're bad. If they are acting up or they hyper, we just say, oh, ADHD or ADD. And then we, we just medicate them. Sometimes we don't even medicate them. We just say they bad. They just depressed. You know what I'm saying? So there's pressure, even if even if somebody is is gay and scared to come out, they get bashed, black men get bashed for that. Especially if you're in a Christian family. It's funny, in our black community, we, we are against gay black men, right? But as soon as they become gay, all the black women support them and say it's okay. It's kind of like a real double-edged sword in a way. It's like, it's like black women support a gay black man, which is not really helping the black families in, in essence, not saying anything wrong. You have to be gay. That's on you, but not helping the black family. But at the end of the day, they don't support the black man. That's do, you know, doing it. You know, heterosexual that wants to take on a black woman, black kids, stuff like that. But back to what I'm saying, you know, I can get off because, I, you know, it, it's hard sometimes doing this podcast because there's so much I want to talk about. So many different things I want to talk about. But I know that it, it, it wouldn't make sense for me to do a whole podcast about everything. Then I won't have nothing to talk about. <laughs> but back to the topic. These young black men are being are, are, are killing themselves because nobody's paying them attention. Nobody's understanding them. It's like for a black man, you have to be perfect. And if you're not perfect, you ain't shit. And that's the problem. We have to be perfect. We have to have the money. We have to have the car. We have to have the house. We have to have the big dick. We have to have, you know, the the looks, the dress for a woman to say, okay, cool. This is that that's a man I want. How many black women say I want a young, I want a man that I could build with? When we come from the mud together. We you know what I'm saying? No. They want everything. They want everything, but they bring nothing to the table. They want you to be perfect. The muscles, the the everything, the looks, the, the length, the height, everything. They want you to be everything. But what do but half of them don't have nothing? You know, like, don't get me wrong. I am not a fan of Samuel uh, of Kevin Samuels. As you know, I have gone in on this guy several times. I have, I am not a fan of that guy, but there's something that he does. He says that we can agree on because even sometimes even your enemies, and I'm not saying Kevin Samuels is my enemy, so I'm not saying that, um, you know, he's a black man do his thing. So whatever, I just don't agree with how he does things. But even with your enemies, there's always some common ground. Like at the end of the day, if you look at somebody and you say, I hate everything, there's not one thing about them that I hate, then you know what? You got to reevaluate yourself because at the end of the day, hate, you can't hate a person. You can hate their views. You can hate what they say. You can hate what they stand for. But at the end of the day, I will never hate somebody. Me and Kevin Samuel do agree when it comes to these women that want high value men, but they come with nothing. And of course, I've I've seen a lot of his things, and and you know, a lot of these women got come with two, three kids, talking about I need a man with no kids. I need a man making a minimum of of of, of six figures, and and you know, what I'm saying they don't EBT or they don't welfare, or they they have a secretary job. You know what I mean? They want a man with a house, and they live in the projects. You know, I mean, but see, that's our culture. Women are expected to to to, to marry up. That's okay. That's okay. anyway um i appreciate everybody listening to this podcast you know um young men's suicide rate is 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 growing and we need to be wary of this i hope this podcast reaches uh somebody that is thinking about it and and it changes you um if you know somebody that is going through it Go to my website, BlackMensMentalUp.com. There's information on there that can help you out. Listen to my podcast, you know, Um, you know, have others listen to it. Um, I want this to save people's lives. You know what I mean? I want this to bridge communication gaps and understanding because we definitely need it. Um go to my page Kessler Williams.com. you could check this out um if you're interested in podcasting like like I, you know now now with this podcast being one of the world's top podcasts i could m- move forward to saying even more that what i do with the podcast guru works um i have a top 100 podcast in the world um in mental health And, um, I, I, the things I've done, I haven't done everything with this. Like I said, this podcast is multi-therapeutic for me, but I have done things for it to be where it's at. So I haven't, you know, just, you know, so, um, I'm doing a certification program, a certification program for podcasting. Um, I call it easy as pressing play. And um easy as press The website is under construction, so you can't go and buy certification map have a, a a deal when when I first launch it. Um and it has as different it's about 10 has sh- about uh 10 I'm not quite sure because we're still getting all the material together, but it's a few, you know, chapters about podcasts everywhere from beginning to building it to tactics to thinking about it to equipment to uh to launching it, marketing it. And also I got secrets on how to make money that nobody else is gonna tell you. I just finished writing two more books connected to my easiest uh pressing play um uh volume one my bestseller uh podcast book um i just wrote uh volume two and three volume two is the student guide which is connected to the podcast to the uh, certification and the last volume is the secrets they won't tell you about marketing and making money off podcast so i just released those on amazon so so now i have a three book uh, Three volume uh, book series About podcasting And once you read those three books You'll know everything you need to know about podcasting You won't need to go anywhere else uh, For podcasting Except for there Um, So yeah Um, Check those out Um, My latest book with my life coaching Like I said I do life coaching If you follow me I just wrote another book uh, The Three Keys to Success To Being Successful um i just released that that was a number one release on amazon as well for a few weeks in a row thank god for that is available on amazon as well you just type in castle and williams and you'll see all my books you know then of course we still have the black Men's mental Health bible the black man's mental Health journal and the black man's mental of motivation those three volumes right there um definitely pick those up as well um like I said castlevillews.com where you can link to all those books that you could purchase I appreciate that support the movement support it and I have a lot of other projects come up as well you know so definitely check it out you know i'm doing stuff with my wife we, we started a couple of critics where we're critiquing movies and tv shows so you can go to couplecritics.com and check that out and you can also be a critic as well on there you could uh review movies and things like that and we will actually uh shout you out on there so you know you you gotta do sometimes you gotta do things that aren't so deep and political and all that stuff and it's something me and my wife you know we like to watch movies and stuff like that so you know this is something we said we could do together always good to do something with the wife you know so until next time i appreciate y'all. be positive be focused and understand black men you are worthy don't let nobody tell you you're not you are better than that you are strong and you can do it you can overcome anything all right talk to you later